From the market section of the Wall Street Journal, Glencore Oil Deals Could Bite Banks by Jenny Strasberg and Margot Patrick. A deal struck last year between Glencore PLC and the government of Chad sent $1.4 billion to the African country as an upfront payment for four years of oil shipments. Now, uncertainties over the transaction, which was financed by bank lending, and troubles with other similar deals are shedding light on how Glencore's energy business has taken some banks into risky areas that are causing jitters as commodity prices fall. At least seven banks signed on to the three-party arrangement with Chad, which was struck when a barrel of crude was trading near $100. Instead of having their primary claim on Glencore, the banks had a claim based on the African country's oil output and expected to profit from a steady stream of repayments as that oil flowed through Glencore's global energy and trading business. But then oil prices started to tank. This year, Chad, whose economy depends heavily on oil revenue, sought to delay payments it owed via oil deliveries, prompting months of talks to renegotiate terms. Details are still being hammered out between banks, Glencore and Chad, according to people familiar with the matter. Glencore has expressed confidence that an agreement will be reached, one of the people said. The troubled deal represents a small sliver of Glencore's massive balance sheet. The risks are spread among banks, including Credit Agricole SA, Deutsche Bank AG, ING Group NV, Natixis SA, and Societe Generale SA, according to law firms that arranged the loan. The banks either declined to comment on the loan or didn't respond to questions. The Chad deal was part of a wave of larger jumbo transactions struck before oil prices started dropping last year. The deal's size and timing make this a testing period for lenders, said Adrian Mellor, a Paris-based partner with law firm Allen & Overy LLP, who represented the banks in Glencore's financing with Chad. Glencore shares and bonds have been whipped around over the past week, by fears the company could be sunk by its nearly $30 billion in net debt before it has time to carry out planned asset sales and potentially raise more equity. Glencore says its finances are solid and credit lines from more than 60 banks are intact. Banks have appeared to stand by those credit agreements. So-called prepayment loans to commodity exporters and producers have been around for years. They can help cash-poor nations boost production while companies like Glencore benefit from guaranteed supplies and more pricing control, market participants say. In a typical deal, a trading company like Glencore pays cash up front to a producer, primarily using money loaned by banks, according to deal participants. The banks are repaid through oil shipments owed to the trading company. Unlike a normal loan, the bank's claims are on contractual rights to the oil, rather than with the trading company. The deals rely on oil price projections stretching several years that are intended to protect against losses, but steep price declines and constrained production can shrink or delay what banks get back. The repayment risk has obviously increased, Mr. Mellor said. Banks in Europe and Africa have invested in billions of dollars worth of loans like the Chad transaction to be repaid by oil deliveries to Glencore from Africa, according to filings and people familiar with the deals. The projected fees for banks were lucrative, with Glencore typically agreeing to pay interest of 6% or 7%, according to people familiar with the terms. 
It is welcome income to lenders that have curtailed their own trading and ownership of commodities since the financial crisis. Banks often spread the risk of loans by selling pieces to other investors. At the same time, the structures of the arrangements and related derivatives contracts complicate efforts to gauge banks' overall exposure to commodities and companies such as Glencore, analysts say. The Swiss company has for years been a lucrative client for lenders, helping fund its global businesses of mining and refining raw materials, and trading and transporting oil, coal, grain, and other products. Data show some 90 banks have served as lenders or advisors to Glencore, arranging mergers and share sales and funding credit facilities. Glencore has paid out $609 million in advisory and underwriting fees since 2011, according to Deal Logic. That figure, while not out of line with a company of its size, reflects its deep relationship with banks.